Music for the message on the Messenger of Good News worldwide at KFUO.org. AM850 here in the St. Louis region. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and of course, wherever you get your podcasts, just search out KFUO Radio. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for a moment of faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Yeah, I was just looking around on the KFUO website, and my goodness, we have recorded all sorts of these programs for quite a few months in uh, in the past, and we have more to go. I guess it's been over a year now. I haven't even been keeping track of it. So. Well, there's a bunch of them there, so yeah. look at KFUO.org if you want to see the whole list. Right. And uh, today we're going to talk about the whole host of Raiden White, right? Right, and, and it's uh, an All Saints Sunday hymn. Actually, it's an All Saints Day hymn, but uh, All Saints Day was this past Monday, and this is one of those very strange holidays where if it doesn't show up on a Sunday, we move the celebration to the closest Sunday right. so we don't miss it, and uh, that's, that's the whole idea behind it. Tradition about All Saints Sunday, uh, and we're going to do this at our church, too, is we're going to read a list of everybody in our congregation and people who are related to our congregation, including your mom, who have died this last year, and we thank God for the people who have left testimonies in our lives, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. It's a good thing, yes. Yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit about this hymn that we're going to sing this Sunday, and I'm sure quite a few churches will be. And as you said, it's called Behold a Host Arrayed in White. This is written by a Danish heritage pastor named... Hans A. Brorson. Uh, I love that. Such a Scandinavian-sounding word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the music is well-known Norwegian folk tune. What's interesting about this hymn is that it takes a chapter from the Bible and it sings it, puts it to music. So I'm going to give you the context in Revelation chapter 7. Uh, we read there that St. John was taken by the Lord to the throne room of heaven. And this is what we hear at the beginning of the story. After this, I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. And then we're told, after this, one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes and where have they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you're the one who knows. And the first verse of the hymn contains his answer. So let me sing the first verse. Behold a host arrayed in white, like thousand snow-clad mountains bright. They stand with palms and sing their psalms before the throne of light. These are the saints who kept God's word. They honor, honored of the Lord. He is their prince who drowned their sins, so they were cleansed, restored. 
They now serve God both day and night. They sing their songs in endless light. Their anthems ring when they all sing with angels shining bright. One pastor comments that this story in Revelation is all about our baptismal life. Here's a quote from the pastor. Revelation calls Christians to remember that they are not sealed or baptized from the challenges of life, but rather are made ready to go through whatever comes against us in our faith journey. In other words, baptism does not exempt us from sickness, betrayals, wars, and other calamities, but our participation in it signals God's presence in and around our lives through and beyond this life. And that's an important insight. So we hear this described in the hymn's second verse. On earth their work was not thought wise, but see them now in heaven's eyes. Before God's throne, a precious stone, they shout their victory cries. On earth they wept through bitter years, but now God has wiped away their tears, transferred their strife to heavenly wife, and freed them from their fears. For now they have the best at last. They keep their sweet eternal feast. At God's right hand our Lord commands. He is both host and guest. This chapter in Revelation ends with a verse that refers to two of the most comforting and beloved Bible verses. For the Lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Remember the first one? Jesus calls himself the good shepherd. The good shepherd, Jesus tells us, lays down his life for the sheep. And the second one, the 23rd Psalm, teaches us that our good shepherd leads us beside still waters and restores our soul. So we hear in the hymn's final verse, O blessed saints, now take your rest. A thousand times shall you be blessed for keeping faith firm unto death and scorning worldly trust. For now you live at home with God. You harvest seeds once cast abroad. In tears and sighs, see with new eyes the pattern in the seed. The myriad angels raise their song. O saints, sing with that happy throng. Lift up one voice, let heaven rejoice in our Redeemer's song. I keep wondering if this is a famous Norwegian hymn. Obviously, the Norwegians sing songs that we're not familiar and tunes we're not familiar with. (laughs) But at any rate... As I've often said to those who are newly mourning loved ones who believe in Jesus, when I read this chapter, this is my favorite chapter to read at that point. And remember, the chapter ends with the words, For the Lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, 
and he will guide them to the springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And I say to the people in that situation, this is where they are. And that's the most comforting thing we can say about our Christian faith. And it's something that can give us encouragement to know that when everything is all said and done, our loved ones, your loved ones this last year, uh, a good friend of mine this last year, are with the Lord and they're safe. Right. Very comforting. Would you like to lead us in prayer as we wrap up this segment? Absolutely. Lord, how important it is to remember the lives of those who have gone to be with you, especially within the last year. Help us to see in this wonderful chapter of Scripture and in this great hymn what we need to see and to hear right now. For we pray in the name of Jesus, our Savior and friend. Amen. Amen. What's next week? Well, next week we're we're coming on the final weekends of the Christian year. Remember, the Christian year is uh, ending uh, this this year on the 21st of November. And already the 28th of November is the first Sunday in the new year, which is the first Sunday in Advent. So uh, the final weekends of the Christian year, we talk about the end times. And that one of the hymns we're singing next weekend is not sung to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The hymn is titled, Ye Watchers and Ye Holy Ones. Guess to whom it is spoke is sung. The it's angels? The angels, yeah. Which is kind of interesting. I don't know any other hymn that's sung to angels. So that's what we're going to talk about next week. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. All right. I look forward to it. God's blessings, Gary. Blessings to you as well. We are the messenger of good news. We are worldwide at kfuo.org.